You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Giving podcast. My name is Guy Dawson, and I am the founder and executive director of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, and we are a 501c6 organization that brings businesses and nonprofit organizations together to create synergistic relationships that benefit the community. The Business of Giving podcast highlights the successes of two pillars of the community, and those pillars are nonprofit organizations and for-profit businesses. If you'd like to learn more about what we do at the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, causemarketingchamber.com. This valuable show is made possible through the generosity of our series sponsor, Soul Up, an energy solution and conservation company specializing in solar and battery storage systems, including solar panels. To learn more about them, soulup.com. During last week's show, I had mentioned that Steve Hamili from Soul Up would be back, and he's got a, always got a nonprofit with him when he <laughs> comes to the studio. Welcome back to the Business of Giving podcast, Steve. Thank you so much. Thank you, Guy. And we always enjoy the insight that you bring. You're so passionate about uh, the work that you do with nonprofit organizations, and you've got a lot of friends in the sector. How does it feel to have so many friends uh, who are – totally in in synergy with the thing that you're interested in well you know it's amazing to see the response that you get when you you know you you get involved and i and i think it's i don't want to call it a secret society but it's it's one of those areas that that, no it's so much fun to see the appreciation that everyone has for it doesn't matter the level of contribution and this is why i'm so encouraged and encourage others to get involved in any even fundamental level that they can but you're right these these when the, the relationships that we forge through you know through giving back to the community are relationships that are grounded in in extremely strong ethos and and you don't find those everywhere so not only is it accepting in, in this in, in you know building relationships that are new for you they're long-lasting relationships that have meaning one of the things that was so important to us Steve as we were developing the cause marketing Chamber of Commerce in its early stages was going out and finding, the entrepreneurs like you who can really serve as mentors for a lot of people because of your passion for both business and the nonprofit sector, um, setting those types of examples for others out there that the way of cause marketing can be something that can be incredibly beneficial for your traditional business and, of course, the enormous benefits that come uh, when we support these uh, these wonderful nonprofit organizations such as HopeLink, which is going to be our uh, nonprofit that we're going to feature today. But that mentoring aspect, that's a lot of the feedback that we've been getting about the – 
the presentations that you've been doing with your nonprofit partners is really you sharing your passion and showing people why you are so passionate about contributing to your community through these partnerships with worthy nonprofits as well as actually providing services um, tied to your business uh, that makes the, the relationships, I would imagine, even stronger. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, part of what I emphasize on each show is the denomination really isn't the critical factor. It's the involvement. You can be involved in so many different ways. You can use your resources and, and mind and human capital. You can use the types of products and services within your business. And then there's always the financial assistance. But there's no way that every business cannot have some contribution into our nonprofit environment. And as I had mentioned, Steve has brought along a nonprofit friend today, and his name is Aaron Sheets. He is the CEO of HopeLink. It is one of the great success stories here in Southern Nevada uh, in terms of the growth of a nonprofit organization. Welcome to the Business of Giving podcast, Aaron. Thank you for having us. And we were talking off air. I know several people who are very prominent in his organization, a very good friend of mine named Steve Goldstein, wonderful guy. We've been friends for many years, and he's done extensive work with HopeLink. So I had somewhat of a background about what your organization does prior to working with Steve on this, knowing that he's also doing a lot of things with you. Maybe you could give a short overview about how HopeLink benefits the community. Well, we're a nonprofit. We're based in Henderson. We're actually a family resource center out there. And um, we have uh, about 60 staff doing uh, all kinds of different uh, services for the community, largely based in homelessness prevention, which is keeping people from falling off that cliff and uh, into experiencing homelessness. So we do everything we can to keep them from doing that. Um, we've been around since 1991. And... Um, yeah, we, uh, we've grown over a thousand percent in the last five years, if you can believe that, uh, started off with, uh, COVID and, uh, it just so happened that the services that we provide are something that our community really, really needed rapidly rehousing folks, providing emergency shelter for families. And of course, uh, homelessness prevention, which is rental utility and mortgage assistance. Yeah. So as you mentioned, of course, the world has had some very challenging circumstances over about the last four years and uh, being a, an organization that provides a lot of services that help move people to a better space uh, than that the space that they're in. What's that been like coming together as an organization to make that happen with you having considerably more clients, which is really what you're all about, right? I mean, any nonprofit organization wants to serve more people, but I could imagine the shock of that, especially with something as dramatic as COVID. How has that been for your organization in terms of continuing to provide the great value that I know you want to provide to people? Yeah, well, um, we've grown in, in every way imaginable. Um, like I said, we, when five years ago, we had a staff of uh, 11, 10 or 11, and, and now we're at 60. Um, we have very strong jurisdictional relationships. That's with Clark County, City of North Las Vegas, the City of Henderson. Um, all of those uh, uh, are uh, funders for us. They provide uh, large amounts of money to get into the public as quickly as we can for people that qualify for these services. So, um, yes, we need more resources. Um, interesting fact, um, 
we fund in this uh, city of Las Vegas, we fund about 20% of what other like cities fund as far as nonprofit spend from a city budget. So it's a conversation we want to have at the legislative level as well, pushing uh, our our communities to make different decisions that actually can provide services to those that need it most in our community. Another thing that we talked about quite a bit off air, Aaron, is the fact that the people who you are working with are dealing with some of the most difficult situations that they could possibly encounter in their lives, specifically being homeless or possibly being homeless. Maybe you could share with the audience about the psychology behind that as an organization working with people who are just going through extremely tough times and and sort of building them up to move them to a different space than that. Sure. Um there is a different mindset to people that are in crisis, of course. All they want to do is solve that immediate crisis. They don't necessarily want to work on the fundamental things that would actually keep them from being in that crisis. It's a tension that all of us in the nonprofit community uh, have to, to, to work with because we have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of resources that we can put towards each person. We're trying to give them everything that we can. But uh, when your house is on fire, all you're really wanting to do is get that get that fire out. You're not necessarily looking at what was the electrical problem that caused that fire. And so we see that with our uh, with our uh, clients that come in. Um, we're always working to have them take the next step and take a budgeting class with us and let us help you with your money, let us help you with your taxes. We actually provide that service as well. So uh, it, it's it's a different uh, different mindset that we try to get them in. Um, and it's a difficult task a lot of times. Steve, I was wondering, what was it about HopeLink that attracted you to want to do this partnership that you've been doing for quite a while with them? It was really their passion. I, you know, I, I see them at every community event, and I saw them in legislation. And, you know, last year's uh, legislature really intimately involved. But their focus and their leadership board um, is just tremendous. And and when I got when I initially got involved, um, and you know, again, you're always trying to vet the organization. I, I, I had some very good feelings up front, but when I sat with the board, Scott Rutledge is who heads the board of directors, and I tell you what a phenomenal leader he is in that space. Um, he was also, uh, I think we discussed in the prior podcast, he was also the director of the uh, Nevada Conservation League uh, prior to that in executive decision. Very, very heavily involved, uh, keeps his pulse on the uh, on his uh, his board members, runs a very concise meeting. But but when I sat my first time on the board, I really saw the involvement and depth that they had in furthering the uh, in furthering their agenda. When I went to the Affordable Housing Coalition and, uh, you know, saw Aaron there in his presentation and just the involvement and the absolute support that the community has for this organization and the utmost respect, it just fortified our, you know, our, our decision and, and really made me feel very good about it. Um, they were also very receptive to allow us to, to you know, pr provide the, uh, the free solar, and we can go into that a little bit later, but they allowed us to get involved in, in, in giving like services rather than cash, but coming in and doing what we do best in trying to provide some type of economic solutions for their uh, for their housing, uh, for their housing facilities. Yeah, there was a good point that you brought up there, Steve, about when you are in business or if you're someone who wants to potentially volunteer with a nonprofit organization, that vetting process. And uh, I think getting as good an understanding as you can about 
the organization, what their mission is, the way that they function. And it's, that's a key point when you're going to create these types of partnerships. Uh, and I would imagine as well on the nonprofit side, maybe you could speak to this, Aaron, is understanding the businesses that you're working with. I mean, that's what this show is all about is these types of relationships that Soul Up and, and Hopelink have created. Could you speak to that? Yeah, absolutely. What it was about Soul Up that attracted you? Well, it was meeting Steve, actually, and um, just seeing what his mindset was. Missionally, he is very uh, consistent with uh, what we are missionally, which is uh, really just to, to uh, provide uh, additional services to the community that needs them so much. Um, we looked into Solup, and we looked into Steve a little bit, and just as he did his homework on us, we did it on him, and, and uh, we align in our values and our mission. And that was the big thing. Yeah, that synergy. We're constantly talking about that on this show is uh, making sure that you relationally with the for-profit or the nonprofit business that you're you're on the same page is so important. And um, I'm just hearing you guys feel like we're the resource, right, for the nonprofit and for-profit communities because we bring the two together. And so we're sort of the matchmakers. Uh, we do that within the scope of what um, we offer at the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, but you can see that this works outside of the chamber as well, really making sure that you are in complete alignment when you're going to put one of these kind of partnerships together. Just wanted to let everyone know that you are listening to the Business of Giving podcast at 91.5 KUNV Jazz and more. Uh, I have two excellent guests in the studio today, Steve Hamili with Soul Up. They are the title sponsor of the Business of Giving podcast and a frequent participant. And I also have Aaron Sheets. He is the CEO of Hopelink, a very prominent nonprofit organization here in Southern Nevada that is truly a success story. We'll talk more about that in a second. Uh, Aaron, uh, I just wanted to let you know that Solup and its channel partners are providing complimentary solar to local charities, supporting four Hopelink transitional housing properties, feeding pets of Volunteers of America and Opportunity Village. Their founder, who is Steve Hamili in the studio today, sits on the board of Nevada Conservation League. We've also been making these announcements about the first annual Cause and Business Cruise, and it's going to happen October 19th through the 26th in 2024. We're going to cruise through the Hawaiian Islands. It's a great opportunity for you to network with giving professionals. By the way, proceeds from the cabin that you purchase for the cruise uh, will benefit nonprofit organizations. We're really excited about for the first time getting together and cruising through the Hawaiian Islands. Just a great collaboration of business people, nonprofit organizations. We're also planning on doing some community service. We're going to be docked in Maui for about a day and a half, and we're going to use some of that time to help, obviously, Maui's a place that was devastated in 2023, and we want to do some community service. We always find ways to give back to the community when we host events, but if you're interested in cruising uh, with the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce October 19th through the 26th, we can be reached at causemarketingchamber.com. Also, you can email me info at causemarketingchamber.com. 
you, you've both been talking about the synergistic relationships that you've created, uh, a nonprofit organization that's very prominent in the community, as well as a, a business that is prominent. You've got some specific things that you're working on right now, though, Aaron, uh, projects that can benefit people. You talked about preventing homelessness. One of the things that you're doing is new rental assistant funds that are available uh, for people in Henderson and North Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. Would you like to talk about that? Yeah, we just uh, recently received funding, um, a good amount, so we can help a whole lot of people. So if you are uh, living in Henderson or in the city of North Las Vegas and you need uh, rental or utility assistance and you've had uh, some situation that was uh, beyond your control, um, a increase in expenses or a decrease in income or a medical issue or something like that, um, feel free to call our office. 702-566-0576. We're open Monday through Thursday, and those calls uh, uh, start at 8 a.m. So call early. The list gets full. Um, we only take as many calls as we can actually service in an expedient time. So uh, uh, call uh, starting uh, tomorrow. We can take your calls. Yeah, and rental assistance, again, the helping people to prevent the possibility of being homeless with that being a, really an epidemic across the country as a result. I mean, there were always been problems with people being homeless, but it seems like the level of homelessness has increased a lot. Have, that's something that you've experienced yes. uh, at HopeLink. Would you like to share about that? Yeah, we have seen that. Um Everybody understands inflation. Everybody understands uh, that uh, our money doesn't go as far as it used to. And and what we're seeing is uh, the cost of living has raised uh, so much more than the uh, – than incomes have. And so there's just a large gap there. So we're seeing people that were, were never uh, on that – poverty cliff before uh, on that edge of uh, falling into experiencing homelessness. We're seeing a lot more of those these days, especially our senior community, um, people that are on fixed incomes. They don't have the ability to get a second or a third job um, to uh, increase their income. They are stuck with where they're at, but their rents are going up and up and up and up. It's causing uh, lots of instability in our in our community. So uh, we went to Clark County uh, with uh, another nonprofit uh, partner, Help of Southern Nevada, and uh, Legal Aid of Southern Nevada, and um, we're able to come up with this program where we can uh, get uh, several million dollars into the community over the next year and a half uh, that will help hopefully many many people. It's just another. Uh, resource for our community. It's not the only one and it's not the one that's going to solve everything, but it's another one, another another tool that we need. Uh, we also have another program I want to talk about. It's called Hope for Seniors that uh, uh, is specifically for those uh, 62 and over that have had an, that are on a fixed income that have um, uh, an, a rental increase as well. Um, those three things in play, you can call our office again, 702-566-0576, and we have assistance specifically for our senior population, and that's for all of Clark County. Yeah, really outstanding and necessary services that uh, HopeLink provides the community. And Steve, in, the, in my promo, I talked about some of the things that you specifically do as a company at SolUp to help and partner with HopeLink. Will you share about that? the specific services that you provide for them? Sure. It's not only the specific, 
specific services that we provide, but it's also the services they provide back. And that's what I really want to go into as well with a lot of these organizations. It's not only what you give directly, but you and they can benefit from what they provide. For example, HopeLink has a job, basically a job board, and they, they take their, 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 their partners and put them through training and then have a job listing and job board. We didn't know that. And once we found that, now, now we have any job openings that we have go directly to their facility as well as to other nonprofits that have an educational program to get people back on their feet. So we, we, you know, we can accomplish things in two different ways. As we discussed very many times before, I've been a very strong homeless advocate since 1982 in California. I look at homelessness and where we get to this point as being a symptom, right? And it's actually the result. It's the result of, unfortunately, an underlying cause. Everyone needs to be involved in any way they can to keep people employed. Right. And, and what I like about HopeLink is they give that transitional. Hopefully they're getting a hold of someone. And to Aaron's point, everyone's looking to fight the fire and they're not looking much further down from putting a little bit of food on the table and getting through the next month. And how can we create these programs as community leaders and business people to help keep those people away from, you know, away from that ultimate, you know, ultimate homeless environment? So by using the different resources that they have in place for, for employment, I think that's phenomenal. We're using that currently. On the other side, we're, we're providing what we can as a company. So we're a whole home energy solution company, windows, doors, HVAC, and solar. But we found that the solar bill or the, the, the power bill in many households is the number one power, number one cost, especially in summer. We've seen you know, rates increasing dramatically with our, with our local utility. So we started off with four of their projects. And they have four homes that are in the Henderson area. We aligned with, with the uh, current commissioners, and this is where Hopeling's been very strong in getting, you know, getting the, uh, the, the, the local politicians and the Chamber of Commerce. And what we're doing is we're trying to make this kind of a super build. Besides providing, this, this, uh, besides providing the actual solar systems and reducing the cost to the, 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 um, the tenants, we're trying to go out to the community and say, you can do this too, whatever it may be. If you're a car dealership and you have, you know, used old – in fact, Aaron, maybe you bring that up. I know someone had, had donated a vehicle that made a big difference to some of the community. I remember that in the, in the last board meeting. But what we're looking for, how can we as a, as a, as a business leader and, and a community partner, what, what resources do we have that can give back? And for us, it ends, ends up to be solar and eliminating that power bill. And this is uh, – I do this moniker at the end of the show about giving and doing business for good, and that's just such a great example of the good that business can do for communities. Um, people have a lot of perceptions about businesses, how they function and what they do, but there are so many great businesses out there that are all about uh, contributing to their community, and Solup is just an excellent example uh, from both fronts. And I love what you talked about, Steve, about the mutual benefits – the the nonprofit organizations, the way that they enrich your business, and that's the these are the types of things that we want people in business to understand is the enrichment definitely both works both ways. It's a it's really an equal partnership, and if you can approach it from that perspective, and if you listen to great people like Steve Amelie, mentors, people that have been in this a long time and really understand uh, the nonprofit world, uh, that's how you're able to truly uh, be of service to your your fellow man in your community. Is just um, 
listen to people who've done it. And that's one of the things we've really enjoyed having you as a part of this, Steve. You've got some other things going on, new territories that you're doing business in. Would you like to uh, speak to that? Absolutely. So we, um, you know, as, as everyone knows, we are Nevada born and bred since 2009. And uh, this is the greatest test market. I always say we are desert tested, right? So as we expand into other areas that are that don't have quite the weather conditions and such, we can say that we are we are clearly a, a battle-born built company. But we are now in the California market. Uh, we uh, opened up there about uh, four months ago, from San Diego all the way up into Los Angeles. Uh, we have now opened into the Idaho market uh, and expanding there dramatically, and about to be licensed in uh, North Carolina. I'm sorry, South Carolina, Georgia in Louisiana, in some areas that we find also to have not only the need for solar, but they too have um, issues with regards to homeless environment and disadvantaged communities. We've aligned ourselves quite a bit. So the, the Nevada Clean Energy Fund, uh, we, we are on their beta test program currently now for disadvantaged and low-income communities to provide um, financing resources for solar and renewable energy that they otherwise wouldn't have uh, they, they otherwise wouldn't have access to, uh, and that's been a wonderful program. We've taken some individuals that have been turned down on every form of financing, on conventional financing, and we have three we had three uh, households approved for this NCEF financing, which is just something that is just tremendous. They're about to receive also a 250 million dollar grant that was uh, provided by the uh, U.S. government regards to the Inflation Reduction Act as well. And they'll be deploying those funds in the state of Nevada for disadvantaged communities. So that, that's just something we're, we're extremely excited about. What we've done also, not everyone qualifies, and is you know, something we're going to be publishing. And, you know, Aaron, perhaps we can put this out in your community as well. But we are going to all be providing two full solar systems to individual or to, to households that have been turned down in every economic stratum and every type of financing model. And we're going to, we want to take, you know, we want to get their letters. We want to vet these individuals, but we want to find the most needing household and families with a story to tell. And we would like to provide them complimentary solar as well. So on another hand, and we have our other expansion is we've just provide, we just picked up a, a line of appliances called Blue Star. So Blue Star is the, we, we found out from them, are the most used appliances by Michelin star chefs in the world. And this is kind of the, you have your Luke Cornu at the top, and you have Viking and, and uh, Wolf, I don't want to say, in, 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 the low, in the middle. Or, and this really comes toward the higher end. But what, they've, what, they're, what they're launching is their induction range, um, their induction range line. So that's using electric power to cook. But it's not like your conventional cooktop where things happen pretty slowly. You turn that knob and you wait for that coil to heat up and you really don't know what's happening. Induction cooking is as instantaneous as gas. But what this also allows us to do is size a solar system, remove their, remove their carbon footprint and reduce, reduce their dependence on fossil fuels while creating a great cooking environment in the home. So we're doing this also in another kind of the entree of that is we're creating solar showrooms. And within our solar showroom is a kind of the, I'll call it an e-store, renewable and sustainable energy store, where we'll be selling e-bikes, new battery technology, uh, showcasing, um, showcasing uh, the solar carports. Anyway, there's just a lot, but we're going to be creating two unique showrooms. You can come in even just to buy a, a battery that, that, that that's a renewable renewable battery and learn about solar and learn about different resources that are available. 
Yeah, a lot of big things going on at Solup, and again, and, and there's so much more, but it's just fun, right? A lot of this is just we're, we're having a lot of fun, and and I'll continue on with the other new and fun things we're doing in the next podcast. <laughs> right, right. There's always a lot to talk about, Steve. You bring so much to these uh, broadcasts, and we greatly appreciate our partnership. Uh, Steve Hamili, he is the COO of Solup, a fantastic company that cares about its community. Aaron, would you like to give us a little bit more information one more time? How can people get in contact uh, with you or the folks over at HopeLink uh, to learn more about the services that you are providing that are greatly greatly helping the community well we always start with our website it's l-i-n-k the number two hope.org that's l-i-n-k the number two hope.org and our phone number 702-566-0576 we start answering that at 8 a.m yeah, we thank you so much for stopping by. I always want to remind you that you can listen to the Business of Giving podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Amazon Music. Uh, again, we once a week we air this show. You can listen to it at 91.5 KUNV Jazz and more at 7.30 m on Sunday. The Business of Giving podcast was brought to you by Soul Up's underwriting of our series. We hope you are having a wonderful day. We look forward to seeing you in one week. And always remember to give and do business for good. See you soon. The world on my shoulder. shoulder. As I'm getting older, your people get older. Most of us only care about money. Man.